Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Guy Relford, 2A attorney and licensed firearms instructor. Here, uh, he's the host of the Gun Guy Show, uh, Saturdays on 93 WIBC. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great, and thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg, with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest, and PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg, or PremierArms.com. You can start at any number of places. Uh, Biden, you know, going costing thousands of legal gun sellers their licenses. I want to get to that. I want to get to Chicago. Democrats asking gang members to refrain from yeah. shootouts between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. <laughs> let's go. Let's start with Chicago and Indy, though. I've seen a couple of headlines. Uh, I'm seeing more and more headlines about Glock switches. Yeah. A kid was busted at school with one. Give us an update on this, on what that is and, and where we are with that. Yeah, uh, we were talking about a headline coming out of Chicago, that the Chicago police reporting that they're seeing a whole lot more of these handguns that have been uh, converted into machine guns, into fully automatic firearms, by the use of what a lot of people just call a Glock switch. And it's a fairly simple device that when installed on a, on a handgun, actually converts it from semi-automatic to fully automatic. So you pull the trigger and hold the trigger back and it keeps shooting. It's a, it's a machine gun. And the Indiana legislature actually took action on this issue just this last session and made possession of just one of these switches illegal under Indiana law. It was already illegal under federal law. And possession of a gun that had been converted to full automatic with one of these switches was already illegal under both Indiana and federal law. Indiana sort of matched federal law and said, all right, we find a kid, you know, like, uh, they're finding gang members with a pocket full of these switches that they're selling to other gang members. And Indiana then made that illegal as well. And there's no way to own one of these legally in, in, because they're already illegal under federal law. Plus, they can't be registered as a machine gun um, under the National Firearms Act, even though old uh, machine guns that are imported or manufactured before 1986 actually can be legally possessed. But these modified Glocks or modified handguns or these switches can't be made legal through that process. So that's why... Um, if, if kids are caught with them or, or anyone's caught with them, it's now a crime under both state and federal law. But the, the point in all of this really is that police really are seeing many, many more of these, including the example you cited, uh, Nige, which was uh, a kid showed up uh, at uh, North Central High School with uh, with a gun that had been converted to full auto with one of these switches. Is this an easy conversion? Like, can a high school kid that is certainly not like you, Guy, the gun guy, but can a high school kid make this kind of transition on a gun yeah and in fact they're even pretty easy to make uh, one of these switches with a with a laser printer um uh with a 3d printer so uh, it's not really sophisticated technology at all so if these are illegal to begin with yeah 
then why do we hear so many people, gun control advocates, getting out and yelling, we've got to get these Glock switches off the streets? Well, they're supposed to be off the streets already, right? Well, well that's right. And and what that means is, and, and, we're, and this is what we invariably talk about, about the way to, to, to combat crime, which is to enforce existing laws. Right. Because, again, these switches have, have always been illegal under federal law, and they're now illegal under state law. And any gun that's already been converted with them has already been illegal under state and federal federal law so if we need to get them off the street so be it enforce existing laws don't, it, go, don't run to the legislature who we need more laws and it's not like you're like out here waving some flag for glock switches either you're not advocating for no glock uh, switches not, at all not 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 at all i mean you know you could go back and, and debate the 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 wisdom of the original 1934 uh, national firearms act that made machine guns restricted to begin with um but no i mean you know the the the, the bottom line is these things are illegal and if then possession of one is illegal, and so if if they're causing uh, law enforcement headaches or people are committing crimes with them, there are uh, legal avenues today to get these people arrested and put in jail. It's Monday Gun Day. Guy Rilford with us. Nige kind of teased this earlier, but this sounds like a headline out of like the Babylon Bee or the Onion or something. It does. It totally Chicago does. Chicago Democrat asking for game gang members to refrain from shooting each other. From 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. <laughs> I I looked for the bee or the onion link on this. I absolutely did. I go, this can't be real. This has to be satire. But but literally, this 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 the city councilor in Chicago is saying, you know, uh, it's more likely that innocent people are getting get caught up in the gang uh, warfare and, and, and gang violence uh, when it happens during the daylight hours. So uh, we've gone to the gangs in in, in my district uh, there in Chicago and said. Please uh, limit your shootouts to 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, not, not, not stop shooting people, not stop committing murders. Just restrict the time, you know. And, and so now I'm expecting the signs to go up, you know, like drive-bys prohibited, 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. If we catch you murdering somebody at four in the afternoon, you'll get a ticket. Yeah, you're, you're, you're really, really in trouble. I mean, it, it had to be satire, but it's not. And and she's like, listen, you know, we, we didn't get here overnight. We're not going to dig out of this hole overnight, so we have to start somewhere. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you have lost the battle if you think. You're gonna you're gonna save lives by asking gangs to please refrain from shooting each other during certain hours. So the public safety plan in Chicago from Chicago Democrats <laughs> is crossing your fingers that the law-abiding gang members yeah right. decide not to shoot each other <laughs> from nine to nine. Yeah, yeah, with your your request that they're going to comply with your request for a voluntary, you know, <laughs> cessation from hostilities during certain hours uh, of the day. I I thought it was the most hilarious thing I've read in a long time, and actually the note I sent back when you guys sent me the link, I said, you know, if this wasn't so pathetic, it would be hilarious. Right. This is a real solution from an elected official yeah. asking gang members if you could not be gang members from nine until nine. Yeah, just just give us a break for a little while and we'll all, we'll all live happily ever after. 8.59 p.m., do not dare fire that gun. 9.01 p.m., <laughs> all's fair. Love yeah. war. I want to see that come on, you know, at the beginning, at the beginning, of, the beginning of the news. Public service announcement is just a reminder <laughs> that it is now 9 p.m., and, they, and it's, therefore, it's, 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 you are... You are fully authorized to go out on the street and commence shooting your fellow. You know, it's as useful. It's as useful as gun-free zones, in it, my it, opinion. It's it, it's kind of the same idea. Like exactly, crime-free right. zone. We are banning crime from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Gun-free zones. We're, we're banning guns here in this public space. If I okay. were a gang member, good luck. 
and a smart ass at the same time. At nine o'clock, Nige, I would take your advice. I would walk outside with like a starter pistol. <laughs> Boom. We now commence gang shooting time. Well, it, well, doesn't it feel like the movie The Purge? It does. Like, oh, look, it's 9 p.m. Right. You know, let the violence commence. Better be home by 9, because that's when it's official shooting time in Chicago. Unbelievable. But the reason they have so much gang violence is what? Indiana's gun laws. Right. Yeah. It's Indiana's fault. Right. Uh, Guy Relford with us. I've always said that uh, my home away from home, the state of Tennessee, is very similar to Indiana. It's a red state, but there are pockets of blue in there. And the governor might as well have a D next to their name. Now, Sounds familiar. Right. There's a lot of similarities. You know, red state, Nashville, vibrant city, very blue. Indianapolis used to be a vibrant city, very blue. But the governor, the Republican governor of a red state, is now trying to push gun control through the Tennessee Statehouse guy as what I feel like is a complete overreaction to the Nashville shooting, even though the Tranifesto has never been released, uh, this quote, Republican governor, he's all about gun control. Yeah, and it just goes to show you how um, even quote unquote Republicans, and and we may have seen a little bit of this in the mayor's race right here in Indianapolis, um, if they think it's politically expedient, man, they'll jump right on the bandwagon, even where it makes no sense. Because the point you just made, uh, to me, Hammer, is the most important one, which is, you know, this is a reaction to the shooting at the Covenant School. And was it horrible? Yes. You know, three young kids lost their lives. Three administrators lost their lives. Um, you had a person who was, what, a transsexual female? I don't know. It was a female who dressed like a man who goes to this, this school, was evidently upset uh, something from her experience there, uh, kills a bunch of people, has written a manifesto. No one would release that. For some reason, the school doesn't want it released, so we don't know what motivated this person. You would think that'd be the first thing anyone would, would look at, which is what caused this person to become this violent, and, and and should we be looking for more people like this person to head this off? And oh no, the reaction is, let's hide that from everyone, let's don't publicize that, let's don't help diagnose this problem in the future, let's hide all that, but let's go to the legislature and restrict the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens, that's the solution. And the fact that a Republican governor is now signed off on that, apparently, or at least pushing for this special session that's supposed to be specifically dedicated to gun control, that's that's completely repugnant to me. It's, it's headed in the completely wrong direction, but unfortunately, we see it over and over. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Monday, Gunday, Guy Relford joining us here in studio. So, Guy, this report from the New York Post revealed that the ATF has wrongfully taken licenses away from 122 gun dealers over the past year. These are supposed to be the experts, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. It's literally in their name, but it seems like they're just taking away these licenses from gun dealers because they don't like them. Well, it's a directive um, from the White House, and and I I think that's been abundantly clear since Biden has been in the White House. And in fact, I've talked to a whole lot of um, gun store owners, and that's who we're talking about here. We talk about federal firearms licenses. We're talking about the license you need to run a retail. A gun store to buy and sell guns commercially, and you have to get a your 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 
your federal firearms license. And what I've been told over and over again is that the the ATF folks who, who and, the, and they're a group called Industry Operations within ATF. And historically, they've gone around to gun stores and they they come in and they check their inventories and they check their paperwork and they make sure all their background check uh, documentation is in order and whatnot. And the ATF guys in Industry Operations historically. I've seen their job as just helping gun store owners stay on the right side of the law. You know, helping them know how to do things, make sure they're complying with the regulations, which are very complex um, and 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 very in depth. Um, but that's changed under Biden, and the directive clearly is because I've heard this directly from ATF agents. That the 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 directive now is find some reason for the gun stores within your jurisdiction. Find some reason to put these people out of business. Wow. Well, this is the MO of the Biden administration, That's right? That's exactly right. They knew they couldn't pass the Green New Deal, so they disguised it. They called it uh, something else right. and passed it through. The Build Back Better. The yeah. Build Back Better plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is the same deal here. Biden wanted to ban guns. Knew he couldn't do it constitutionally, so he's just going to blame human error in the ATF. Well, that's exactly right. And I was talking to one gun store owner who actually is a very good friend of mine. I go back 30, 40 years with this person, um, and he said his ATF agent that he's been working with since he opened his store three or four years ago said, you know what, I think I'm actually going to leave the ATF because I don't like my job today. My job used to be to help the people that, you know, that, that ran gun stores in my within my jurisdiction. I used, my job used to be to help them and, and, and to help them stay on the right side of the law. My job today is to find some reason, some ridiculous excuse to yank your license and put you out of business. I don't want to do that anymore. But that's that's what these people are being told to do. And they're out doing it. It was something like 350% right. revocations are up just over the last year. Compared to 2021, license removal is up 350%. Yes, nuts. Now, if you're telling me it's up five, if it's up seven, then you could argue, okay, maybe this has happened. Maybe that's happened. Perhaps it is human error. 350% is on purpose. And and these are not bad people. These are not people that are secretly running guns out the back door, um, you know, to, and, and to the Mexican drug cartel. No, the, actually, the ATF does that itself. Um, uh, <laughs> fast and free, fast and free if you, if you oh, remember yeah. that. But, sure. but these are not bad people who are breaking the law intentionally and therefore losing their licenses. These are not people being prosecuted for crimes. These are people just being caught with with not having the right signature on the right form or not having you know the address block in the correct location on a particular form. I mean, it's it's the most ridiculous kind of hair splitting um, and nitpicking that ATF is now using to force these people out of business. Got a couple of minutes left here. The first debate, presidential debate, is Wednesday. Now, Donald Trump will not be a part of that. And it looks like he is going to be the nominee unless something crazy happens, guy. But do you anticipate any sort of gun topic to come up, any sort of 2A topic, anything you want to hear about? Well, um, I, you know, I enthusiastically voted for Donald Trump in the two general elections uh, where, that he ran in. Uh, however, he does not have a spotless record on 2A. I mean, he's the guy. Uh, that, stock. That, yeah, well, yeah, he's the guy who, uh, in the context of red flag laws said, take the guns first, due process later. And bump stocks, exactly as Nige just said, he's the guy that said, bump stocks are gone. And, and look, I didn't care about bump stocks, but he went to the ATF and said, find a way to make these illegal without going to Congress. And Biden has now used that model um, on any number of different issues, in, including. Um, 
uh, arm braces, pistol braces. So, so Trump is not spotless on two way, and anybody who follows two way knows that. So, if people are looking at the Republican uh, candidates and looking at that debate that he's not going to participate in, it is a way for people on that stage, even in his absence, to separate themselves from Donald Trump, who obviously is blowing everybody away in the polls right now. But this is a way, perhaps, for somebody like Ron DeSantis uh, to make up some some space. Where can people continue this conversation? Hire you or just stalk you, guy? Yeah, you can find me through Twitter, <laughs> or I guess we say X now. Uh, but it's, it's Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. It'll Dare Creek, Twitter. the Hoosier it's Dome. Exactly right. Um, just at Guy Relford on Twitter. Guy, thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.